I start searching up black Orthodox Jews, you know? And so then, you, you know, you go on Instagram, you got a whole bunch of people. And I literally just started talking to random people. everybody welcome to episode number 30 something of mislabeled churning them out zach absolutely just a factory just, just the fact we're just a well-oiled machine um firstly before we get to our wonderful guests today a couple quick things first of all if you're watching this please like subscribe and comment um i started getting really good at remembering that uh, again like subscribe and comment if you're enjoying we are putting work into this so please um, additionally, this uh, podcast is sponsored by EA Tax Advisors. Uh, EA Tax Advisors specializes in limiting your tax liability. Fantastic people, uh, for people specifically who uh, have uh, 1099s uh, and are self employed. I use them. Um, they saved me a ton of money, and that's why I'm referring them out to other people. Um, so, yeah, definitely wouldn't endorse something that I personally haven't used. Um, with that being said, I want to get to our guests for today, people that I actually found like three months on three months ago on Instagram, and I immediately uh, reached out because I thought their content and story super cool. Um, so we are here with uh, House of Lev, um, yes. which <laughs> you guys are dope, honestly. What's up, guys? Um, uh, Ladarell, or I know I'm pronouncing Ladarell. it wrong. Ladarell. I, I, I apologize. It takes time. For I'm just, yeah, I'm just not good. <laughs> it's my my issue. And um, Danielle. Anya. Danielle. Danielle. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. My apologies. I just, honestly, I'm on a, a bender of podcasts <laughs> hey, right it's now. okay. We get it. We get <laughs> it. We get it. All right. So can, can you share with people, my, my basic understanding of, of your obvious your story, I did some research, of course, uh, is that you guys uh, were originally Christian and now you're converting to Judaism. Is that correct? That's correct. Yes. That's, That's correct. correct. Okay. So can you just give me a quick understanding, really the audience and myself and Zach, a quick understanding of where you even found out about Judaism, how this whole thing started, um, yeah, what you saw within Judaism and how you got introduced that it even became a thing to you. Hey, maybe we like this because it's a unique thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of my cousins reached out to me and he said, hey man, I think there are um, a lot of African-Americans who came from West Africa who could possibly be Jewish. And so that was very, very intriguing. And so that got us on a, a rabbit hole, started researching because we never heard anything like that. At, at that time, we never we never seen any black Jews or anything like that. So it was intriguing. So, I mean, you start typing black Jews and you know you get all different types of things. We went on a rabbit hole, we went on a search. <laughs> and, uh, but what, what we found, we, we, j we just really fell in love with the Jewish people. It was their connect, we, we just felt like they had this special connection to God that nobody else had. And at the time we were just questioning everything. We were questioning Christianity. It wasn't making any sense for us at the time. And we were just looking and we wanted to be able to have a really, really good close connection to God. And so we just felt like this was the move in a nutshell. Wow. Was there anything <laughs> you mentioned that your, uh, your cousin reached out to you? Was there like an initial thing that made you interested in Judaism before you knew anything about the fact that, Hey, maybe there are black Jews that are even, could be Jewish? Was there anything initially? Or? I, I think that we were like already on that, that, uh, that journey of just kind of searching for something, searching for truth, because we were already at this place of uh, just really questioning the whole Christian faith. I mean, it was like even a couple of years before even finding Judaism that we were like, something's just not clicking for us. We kept trying to go from church to church and just I, I, I don't know, I, I questioned it so much. I'm like, my answers are not getting are not getting answered. And so I think when he mentioned that his cousin, things just kind of resonated and clicked. And then as we started learning, I'm like, now that makes sense. Feels right. Yeah. yeah that right. makes sense. Yeah. So it was kind of like the perfect time. And yeah, because definitely. I felt like for once my, my questions were answered. Like there was an answer. Somebody had an answer for everything that I was questioning. Basically. Wow. Yeah. Let me ask you something. When you would ask the questions in Christianity uh, to, I guess, you know, within Christianity, was it the type of thing that they would just avoid them or not want to answer them? And 100%. Just like, yes. 100%. It would just be yeah. like, some people would even say, the, the way I was raised, don't really ask the question. Right. You know, uh, or it was a lot of times where people would kind of um, uh, blow it off. They would maybe beat around the bush or <laughs> they'll just say, hey, here's, here's the most famous answer. They'll just say, hey, by, by grace and by faith, you just got to believe. Right. That was it. But we, we need it more than just believe. It's like right. there has to be some action steps. There has to be something else. Right. And reason. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. When you say action steps, does that, that to me, that kind of sounds like you were looking for 
out of religion and, and, and in relation to God, you're looking more for like like things to do. We want a structure. Yeah. You, you want a more structure. We want a structure. Yeah. Well, there's no religion on earth that is going to give you more structure than <laughs> exactly. Judaism. We are big on structure. Man. Exactly, which yeah. made so much sense. And that, I think that's why it clicked because that's what we were searching for. I'm like, and I think out of the relationship, I was the rebel uh, because I, I didn't grow up in Christianity. He did. Oh. I didn't, I didn't, you know. How did you grow up? Uh, my mom was actually raised Catholic, but mm -hmm. then she kind of rebelled against that in her teenage years and then never really had a faith. She just believed like, okay, I believe that there's a God. And so I would see my mother praying all the time, every single night, but she never mentioned like, let's go to church or right. we're Christians, we're Catholic, we're this and that. She's this. spiritual. She, just spiritual. Like. She yeah. was just spiritual. Right. So meeting him, that was all new to me. But what I loved about my husband though, is that he was patient with that journey. He didn't force like Christianity on me or anything like that, but I'm the one that questioned so much. And he was like, you just believe. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just believe. Because I didn't even really low key, I didn't even know how to answer. Yeah, he you didn't know, know I mean? how to answer it. Would you say that like perhaps your, like she was sort of the catalyst, Danielle was the catalyst for your journey into Judaism because she was the one questioning? No, not necessarily. Like when I brought her the idea, she, yeah, she, she questioned a little bit, but it wasn't a long uh, I guess back and forth thing like she like she said it just was like oh you this kind, this kind of makes sense you mm -hmm. know right um, I just want to actually go back to what you said before because I think that's there's there's an interesting lesson to take and again I started this podcast because I think there's impact to be made uh, you guys uh, mentioned that you know they would push away not really answer questions blow things off and yeah. I think there is a problem honestly in the Jewish community and in, in the religious community as well in a, in a way for that and all the rabbis that I'm close with all of them um you know, it's not hard to get the, the, the label rabbi. And there's a lot of rabbis when we were growing up that would avoid answering any questions and kind of just tell you to shut up. And all the rabbis I'm close with now encourage questions. It, it's a very 100%. big thing yeah. in the youth right now uh, because a lot of the, the older millennial generation felt that they didn't get a lot of answers and weren't able to have real conversations till they were older. Mm -hmm. It's a huge push right now in the Jewish community, rightfully so, that when a kid asks a good question, uh, you answer the question, you address it, because otherwise, like you said, you're kind of showing that you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah. So that is a, a huge factor and uh, something which I think is so important. So from that perspective, I think I that's... I think Judaism really like, I mean, it's it's almost funny that there would ever be a rabbi, uh, you know, that, that doesn't encourage questions, right. yeah. doesn't encourage open dialogue, yeah. and even opinions that might be uh, scary or, or, or not, you know part of the course yeah. because yeah. you look back through the tradition and like what is talmud what is what is yeah. jewish learning if not people asking questions like that's what we do right yeah. that's 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 all judaism is, is is constantly asking questions avram avinu ask questions to god like we we question god exactly yeah. you know so, I just, yeah 100 percent, i agree with you zach so we're just give me a little background about you guys where did each of you grow up mm -hmm. yeah so i actually grew up i mean i was uh born in pontiac michigan which is about 20 minutes from Rochester, where I initially kind of grew up and was raised, um, but uh, raised by a single mom, uh, never really had a relationship with my dad. Um, very proud of my mom. She did the best that she could, raised four kids on her own. And, um, and you know, really, I had an interesting bring up, to be honest. I mean, especially having to see my mom go from relationships to relationships and not knowing, okay, what does the father figure look like? Um, you know, dealt with a lot of that stuff and her, you know, being on a one income type of wage, we didn't come from money. So that was, you know, challenging at times, but I was proud of my mom because I, I, I would see just how strong of a woman that she was and not in a way of like, I'm Miss Independent type, but just to see like, this is what I have to do and I, I have to take care of my business and this is how it's going to be. But, uh, just overall, just proud of her. I think a lot of who I am today is a lot because of watching her maybe because of the ways that she did things or how she did certain things, I chose to kind of be opposite. So it was like, I paid attention to what she kind of did. And I was like, I kind of, I want to be better. I want to be different, you know, in that area. So as far as marriage, um, you know, I guess maybe more um, ambition. Are right? you still close with her? Yeah. Yeah. You are. Does yeah. she feel honestly insecure in any way that you're like trying to like Trump her? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's it's not, she doesn't say that, but I think that uh, I can see that in, in certain yeah. ways. I see a little bit of, uh, you know, some intimidation maybe, or or just kind of like, I know she's proud, right? but mm -hmm. I feel like there's this like, I know my exactly. daughter did better. You I, know what yeah, I mean? Which, I, which a parent should be. I want my daughter to be better sure. than me. Oh, right. so that's such uh, a, that's what I was getting at. Yeah. That I, yeah. <laughs> 
a sign of a great parent is someone who wants their yeah. children to be better than them and is selfless. Right. They don't care about where yeah. they stand. And, yeah. you know, yeah. and so many parents, unfortunately, are not like that. Yeah. They feel threatened if their kid is, you know, going to eclipse them in, in the overall scheme of life. Exactly. How about yourself? Where did you grow up? Detroit, Michigan. So you born, also grew up in Detroit. Yeah. I guess that's where you guys met each other. Yeah. Right? yeah. That would make so, sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So born and raised in Detroit. And um, yeah, grew, I grew up there. So my, I, I grew up in a very, very close-knit, tight-knit, awesome family. Do you have uh, a lot of um, siblings? I do. I do. I got, got quite, quite a bit of siblings. I have one brother and I have four sisters. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. So grew, grew up in a very, very loving household and, you know, uh, family dinners every Sunday after church and, really? and all these big, big, big get togethers. It was an awesome, awesome family. It's so, unbelievable. Okay. Yeah. So that, that's, that's interesting because like there are obviously like commonalities between all religions and yeah. like for the way you grow up, it's not, there, there's going to be commonalities with like now being from and being Orthodox, like it's just, you switch it to, to Shabbat, you switch it one day earlier. Exactly. It's the same thing. Exactly. You know, big families, close-knit community. You grew up Catholic? Grew up Christian. Grew up Christian. Christian. Yeah. Um. So my question is, typical Christians have a whole meal on on, on Saturday after church? Church On Sunday. On Sunday after, after church? Yeah. Well, just, I, I think it's I think it's kind of a custom. You just, it's just it's like, hey, where are we going? So we'll either go to like a restaurant or it's like for us, a lot of times we just go over to my grandma's house. You know, right. yeah. everybody's going to my grandma's house and they we barbecue and we cook in. And so that was kind of like a thing almost every single Sunday, you know. So but I oh. but I and, and I think because that was how I, I was raised. It, it was something that was still just in me. And I think that connected me uh, to, to, to Judaism is like when I start learning about the family and the gatherings, things like that within, within Judaism. I was like, oh, I like this. This this is familiar to me, yeah. you know? Uh, this could be just totally, I'll be honest, my me being naive, and I, I welcome that with open arms because it's very possible, but um, are you, are you, would you say you're more of a spiritual person than the typical friend that you have, um, or the typical Christian even that you have, or is this like everyone, I'm just totally lost and I don't know anything, which is possible, like I said, because um, you seem to be a very spiritual person, like a very feeling connected person. Thank you. Um, I I think so. I I think yeah. I was. I think I've always been a connector. Seeker. You know, a, a a pursuer of of truth and spirituality. Um, yeah, I think I guess since I was little, so I would say so. Got it. Got it. What's your family's like response? Like, they're obviously you have a very close knit family, and you yeah. go like in our world, if you go and become honestly, if you go and become Christian, that's gonna raise yeah. some eyebrows. There's yeah, no sure. question. So, what's your family's response yeah. to you know you going and becoming? No Jewish from your faith. Uh, I mean, right now everybody's cool. Right now okay, everybody's cool, um, and, and I'm, I'm very, very grateful for that. Um, there, there, there are some who still feel a certain type of way. When I first brought it to people's attention, everybody was shocked. I mean, to be honest with you, you know, because I was raised this way. It's like yeah. you don't, you don't turn around and go the opposite <laughs> way. And um, but I think after a few conversations. And they really started to really see that I was really serious about this. You know, they, they just said, hey, listen, as long as you're happy. Because I think, I think at the end of the day, my, my, my family just wants, and, and I think everybody's family, they, they just want to make sure that you're okay. Yeah. They, they, they want, at the end of the day, they want what's best for you. Right? And so, I, and so I, I had to kind of step back and put my feelings aside and say, you know what? I understand it from your perspective. And so, uh, so after that, you know, like my, my dad, like I love having conversations with my dad. Like he asks a lot of questions and my brother, when we can just, we can they're talk curious. on the phone, they're, they're, curious, they're curious, but, but it's not a point. It's not a, a questioning to where yeah. I'm trying to get you to say, to, to think differently about your faith. Now it's like, no, you're my brother. You're my son. You're my cousin. I really want to understand you. That's beautiful. That, yeah. That's really I appreciate beautiful. that. I wish our, honestly, in fairness, I wish our community was closer to that. Than I it was going to say that, yeah. um, I mean, like, obviously, with when 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 children decide to live a different way, yeah, and usually, like, that conversation in the Jewish world is around like kids who decide to be less religious, yeah. But it could also be different religions. It's just parents, I think, understandably, no judgment here, but parents have this innate. I guess there's an insecurity there where it's like, but this is not how I raised you. Did I right. fail in some ways? And it, it's so it's so beautiful when like that gap is able to be bridged, where you can 100%. be like, this is actually not about you. You actually did a lovely job. Exactly. But I'm following my truth, and it shouldn't reflect on you and your parenting. It should only reflect on my journey. Right. I want to ask uh, Danielle, um, how has your family taken yeah. Yeah. The, the transition? So it's interesting. My mom actually married a conservative Jew. Oh, um, that is funny. <laughs> <laughs> so my mom married a conservative Jew. It did not work out. Um, but I think because of that, she couldn't argue. 
You know, I'm like, <laughs> what can you say? You married a Jew. Like, I love that. you know, so that's, uh, what you gonna do, huh? yeah, what are you going to do about it? But, and also too, my mom worked with a lot of Jewish women too at her in job. What, in, so um, what's her job? she was, um, she worked for a therapist, um, but she was an office manager. So she mm. worked around a lot of either the therapists were Jewish or the women that were, what's that a therapist? Um, like a psychologist? Uh, like a psychologist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. So yeah, that was, that was interesting. And so she, she started kind of understanding the culture. She started understanding more of like, okay, their holidays, because they will bring it up and say, this is our holiday. This is this. Um, I think a lot of the women that were in her job with her though, they were more on the conservative side. Um, but uh, she, you know, I think she, you know, she did mention one thing. She was like, are you going all the like Orthodox? And I was like, <laughs> absolutely. Right. And she was like, okay. okay. Yeah, 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 that's something I wanted to ask. Yeah. During this journey, was there ever a time when you guys were thinking about not going all the way Orthodox? And then you thought maybe you were going to be a certain level of religious, but not, you know, lack at. Yeah. Um, no. Hey, we went from like Noahide for a minute to like, we're going all the way. By the way, everyone's got to start wearing their hat like you. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone. Yeah. You're just going to start a trend. Do I wear it differently? I uh, love the way well, I I guess it's not like... No, it looks so much better. Yeah. Yeah, also, with the, the closed bun and the yeah. chain, uh, it's just... You're it's, wearing it like, what's his name? Uh, what's the singer's name? I'm spacing out. Mason? Uh, no, 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 no. Who's the... I have no idea. Not, what's his name? Partners with Dave Grutman, whatever. He's far, not a little Farrell. <laughs> So I, I don't know. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> no, he has a famous. I'm blanking. Whatever. Oh, okay. Wait. What's his, the it's guy who played? He played the Super Bowl. Yes, correct. Yes, yes, yes. Bruno Mars. No, not Bruno. Oh. No, no, no. <laughs> no, not the weekend. Um, either way, I will get back to that. I just yeah. want to clarify one statement I made earlier because yeah, yeah. I think it's important. And when I said when I said I wish the community was more like, you know, your family in this regard, I want I want to be clear. I'm a huge believer in Torah, and I, I want to be clear about that. Yeah. When I, when I was saying that, I more meant from the standpoint of if you ever want to get someone to come back to anything, mm. um, the answer isn't, in my opinion, to shun or to not listen. Um, that only pushes someone yeah. further away. 100%. Um, and, you know, people have their own lives, make their own choices. And if you want people to see your side, you need to lead by example and yeah. mm-hmm. lead in a way that is that shows the right principles of probably, which is the reason why they're walking away to begin with. So you yeah. need to lead with that yeah. and hope you can't control. So... Yeah. That that would be my number one thing, and that's why I said I think it's beautiful, beautiful that your family was quick. It sounds like to hear you, listen to you, and yeah. you're making your choice. I happen to love your choice. I think it's yeah. <laughs> you know, like you said, it, it speaks to you. It's it's it, the the answers are there. Yeah, uh, and that's awesome. You seem pretty happy. I mean, from the way you seem to me. Yeah. Uh, granted, I don't know you that well, but I, I just wanted to clarify that because I think you. that's huge. Yeah. Um, yeah exactly. Something I wanted to ask about. Um, yeah, this was actually one of my questions I wrote down because like. This is something that just does not get talked about a lot in the from community. I think a little bit in Chabad, but like the Noahide thing. I think there's, I'm not sure, I was not able to look through your whole channel, so I don't know if you guys have brought it up in detail, but that is really like, we all grew up religious, like Mm -hmm. not talked about. Like none of us have ever met a Noahide. We don't know anything about it. Like how did that get, like, so I'm assuming you guys were Christian and then you Mm -hmm. had a stage when you were no longer identifying as Christians and you were identifying as this thing Noahide. Mm -hmm. Like, talk to me about that. Sure, sure. So, a Noahide is a person who uh, keeps the seven laws of Noah, ah. right? And so, we were again, you know, Christian and things like that. So once we, once we let go of that, you know, how can I explain this? Yeah, once we let go of that, it was our. our I feel like I feel like if you're not. If you're if you're not going all the way with choosing to convert, but you understand that you you know the Mashiach has not come yet, right? There's only one God. uh, That's kind of how we were identifying ourselves, and Mm -hmm. obviously keeping the seven Noahide laws. Um, That's kind of what we went to, and we got to that point. And so you know we agree though what you said because we feel like a lot of people aren't really yeah like educated as far as what you know, a Noahide is. And right. it's been interesting because because of us going through this conversion process, we've been getting a lot of Noahides reaching out to us. It, you know, it, there, there's a lot of people that, that, that love the Torah. They, they you know, they, they, they love the, the Tanakh and they believed that there is one God. Right. You know, and they so. They do not believe in the Trinity. They believe in exactly. the God, the God that spoke to Absol- Moses on Sinai, but they're non-Jews and exactly. they don't necessarily want to become 
Jews. Right. And that's what I was going to say. You know, they don't they don't want to convert and they're completely happy with kind of, you know, we're just staying in that in that lane. But do they also do not want to be Christian? They don't want to be Christian. So they just, believe in one They believe God. in, got it. They yeah. believe in the Torah. They believe in the Old Testament. Yes. Being given to the Jews, but they but just. where, where do these people go? Uh, if, if you're a Noahide, where do you go for like your Torah? Like where, where do they go the for thing. information? Where do they go for community? That That's the thing. That's, you know, the community isn't established. Not, nothing really established for Noahides. Like they're just kind of scattered all around. And maybe they have a couple. Like small. They're, they're, There's some there's places no, who got like actually a small little community. Really? But they don't have like a center. They don't they, have yeah, they, a They don't have like uh, a place like of learning. No. 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 I wonder if that's like something that should be done. Like one one thousand percent. That's a good business decision. Listen, that's something that's spirituality. <laughs> just start creating communities. That's and something that's on our heart, big time. Like we oh, actually, I mean, do. this is something that we we've talked about. Like we want to be able to create a Noahide fund and be able to somehow uh, establish something, you know, for them. Because this is the thing: a Noahide should live in a Jewish community. Right, right, right. They should because then you're not going to know how to. I mean, obviously, they don't observe the Sabbath. You don't. Right, you don't right, do right, that. Right, right, right. But they should know how to do the you know prayers and i think that and, is so and beautiful. just even understanding yeah. more of the, the the jewish mindset of mm -hmm. how everything works because a lot of them I, I are kind of figuring it and out we, and, yeah i'm sorry go ahead oh no i was gonna say i would hope because i can see i'm sure and we'll get to this conversation later mm -hmm. that, that there's like the otherness factor i could see it but at least you guys are jews i could see that there's going to be a real you know hill to get over in terms of like if you're going to live in a jewish community but you're not jewish they're going to feel so othered you know yeah. even though they're you know um, but I think it's worth it's worth getting over that hill because sure. I think that's yeah. we I would love to actually help you guys with that. I think that's really sure. cool. Yeah, but yeah, you know, you, and I think and I think too because because the thing is <laughs> they they they're gonna need the community. The Noahide community needs rabbis that are going to 100%. be able to invest time to be able to teach right because the you, you when you look in the Torah Tanakh, you're not gonna find a list of the seven laws of Noah <laughs> right like it it's mentioned in in, in the Talmud. You know, right. um, I believe in Sanhedrin, you know, something like that. But it's mentioned there, you know, and so people that are not Jewish, they don't really know. They don't understand Talmud and, you know, a lot of stuff they can't, they're not even supposed to be reading like that and studying yeah. in depth mm -hmm. like that. You know, so that's why I said they, they, they need rabbis to that's really going to be able to help guide and lead them. Well, okay. why don't these people, just out of curiosity, want to become, want to convert? They're just, you know, you know, I think in talking to some of them. Um, some of them feel that, um, uh, some do feel that it may be a little bit too, too big of a commitment for them. Right. And, uh, and I, and I think that's it. And they, I think I, it's commitment. I think sometimes it can also be, you know, a matter of, you know, I have to maybe uproot my entire family with, right. certain, you know, if yeah. with certain things, maybe they feel a certain way of how a family member would feel mm -hmm. if they chose that. I mean, it's a, it's a big decision it's to, big. So I have uh, a couple of questions that I'm thinking. First of all, when did you start this whole process, right? From the time that you just causing, you know, gave you this information that, hey, by the way, there's such a thing as black Jews and you just started going down this rabbit hole. How long ago was that? This was about four or five, four, four, four years ago. Four, four years ago. Yeah. And how many kids five. do you have right now? We have five. Five kids. And you probably had how many at the time? Uh, four. No, three. No. Whenever your kids were already, yeah. had grown up one way and now transitioned into a totally new lifestyle. Yeah, 100%. Okay. What was that like for them that all of a sudden it's like, hey, by the way, we're, you know, Jordan Judaism. <laughs> How did they respond to that? Yeah. They were, um, obviously, they asked questions, yeah. right? which, which was great, rightfully so. We wanted them to. Um, but once we helped them understand why we were doing what we were doing and changing kind of our belief systems, um, they, they understood it. Because one thing that we never wanted to do was force them to believe what we believe, especially our two older kids, right? Now they're, you know, 15 and 13 years old and, you know, but but we said, hey, this is what we're doing and this is why. Let's talk about it. And so we had an open discussion about it and they asked questions and we laid certain things out. We showed them this, we showed them that and we gave them information. I think you should like start training all the front parents in the front communities. <laughs> Literally, this is this is what needs to happen. Yeah. I, I do wonder though, um, has there been any just, have your children ever expressed annoyance? Like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Isn't, you know? Not not one time, no. not one time. To they, me, that's insane. Yeah, I think that's crazy because because we showed them. If I was like eight years old, ten years old. All of a sudden, you told me like no toys on Shabbos <laughs> on Saturday. Like what? Because I because I think I think for us like we we made it this journey fun. Yeah. 
you know it, it wasn't it wasn't this serious thing where we were about to seclude ourselves and live in a forest you know it was like no we're, this is fun this is why and and judaism was beautiful right like, like we completely fell in love with judaism so i think they felt our excitement you know and and we told them about shabbat and they like well, okay what, what is the shabbat and we explained what it was you know That's, and and, yeah. and we talked about family how beautiful that shabbat listen we're gonna lock down we're gonna shut down for 25 hours and we're gonna have fun and it focus on us no tv no this this is what we used. and we never had intentional family time right so they were just excited about everything we you know helped them understand how we you know we're gonna change our our, our diet we're gonna eat you know kosher now and they're like that's awesome right you guys are gonna yeah. learn about gefilte fish yeah. <laughs> I, I think the yeah. key thing is that we just never forced anything on our kids like we literally it was it was educating and then their timing even with my daughter when it came to modest dress she didn't do it right away when i did right. right and i and i let her know i said you know this is on your time when you feel comfortable to want to start wearing dresses and be more modest i said you do it and then one day she just I don't know it just clicked for her i think yeah. you know kids are going to follow by your example not what you tell them to do yep. and that's just what we did that's, i mean that's say that again because it's like <laughs> this, i think so many people need to hear that yeah you know, our, our kids you know they followed by our example not what we told them to do you know because every i feel like when you tell a kid what to do they're going to rebel against they're gonna it go, yeah. they're going to go yeah. against it. it yeah so that's one thing that we make like an individual yeah and we just wanted to make sure that like this is what they want for themselves so you know even going to the base dean and they're like you know, wanting to meet our kids and wanting to see, do they really want this? We were like, please meet them. You can see that they want this for themselves. Yeah. So, And when you understand why you do what you do, yeah. what you do makes sense. Yeah. That's why we were very, very strong on helping them understand why. So that when we started practicing, it's like, ah. Makes sense. I think yeah. that was such a simple, beautiful answer because in my head, I was thinking about it all wrong. I was thinking like, I'm a kid and also my parents are doing all these, restri I'm already thinking restrictions. Restrictive, mm. restrictive, restrictive, which... Let's be honest, it is restrictive. Yeah. <laughs> but and you just paradigm shifted it so easily by saying, no, we made it fun because they saw how much joy we were getting from it. And of course, kids deep, deep down, maybe not even that deep down, want like, my mom and dad so happy about yeah. this. Like, I want to be happy. I get excited about I mean, it. I, I give a, not to toot my own horn at all, but I, I gave a, a speech a year and a half ago. Uh, we raised money for people with mental health issues. Um, and I gave a whole speech literally talking about this, that the way we grew up, it was so much just like connection to God. The focus wasn't like understanding anything you did or like interpersonal connection or fun or, or love and joy. It was just totally, especially the way I grew up. I grew up in a very litfish right wing home. I'm not sure if you're familiar, but it, there's some sort of very big focus on like just doing rural, rural, rural without like really having any real connective joy. And I, I think that is uh, what you're describing is that connective joy, which is what we want to do. Like, that's you know, it. that that's what I think a huge part of Judaism, you have the laws too, you know, but like you said, once you understand it and you have the joy in there mixed in, those laws don't become as like suffocating, so to speak, and as 100%. painful. It's like, yeah, this makes sense. This is why I want to do it. It's not, you know, so that's fascinating. But I, I wanted to get back to something you said, because I, the modesty, because I think that's yeah. a, a huge factor, right? Tania's modesty in our world, I, I think every single girl to a degree, you know, struggles with it in our world. I want to understand from, from your perspective what you saw in that. Mm -hmm. uh, for all the girls out there, what you saw in that um, that spoke to you that you feel that this is something I want to do. Yeah. Again, like my husband said, when you understand why you do what you do, everything makes sense. And so I understood when I educated myself and I understood, okay, why are the Jewish women covering themselves up? I, I, that was beautiful. You know, to hear why a woman is, you know, completely modest for the sake of her husband or just for the sake of the protection of men. I'm like, that's that was beautiful to me and to understand it in that deeper level. So I, I think, you know, once I had an understanding, it just wasn't challenging for me to Let me ask you this. Yeah. Is it something that you see as beauty for yourself or do you think it's just something that you're doing solely because of the understanding of maybe the effects it has on other men? I think for myself, I think for both, to for be both. honest, yeah, right. to for both. But uh, even for myself, because, you know, for me being fully covered, it actually boosted my self-confidence. Really? Yes. And I say that because a lot of, you know, when women are showing a lot of their skin or things like that, it's really from insecurities coming from a place of I want to be seen. Right. With this, it's like. Why I, they don't feel attractive enough? Just yeah. To, what I, it is? I, I mean, I, I believe. I'm just going to say from my perspective of when I did that, 
it was insecurities of like, I want to be looked at or making sure that my husband only can look at me like this or, right. you know, it's like almost like a comparison and a battle to other women. And I think sometimes society doesn't make that easy, wow. you know, for women, but to see how much my confidence in myself has grown to, to know that, okay, I could be fully covered and I know that I'm beautiful, that is you know? Amazing. So what I, bit. yeah. And, and wow. to, and to see my daughter growing up like that, I mean, that's, especially compared to how society now and i'm seeing other girls that are 15 years old and what they're wearing yeah more you know in the secular world it's it makes me truly grateful it really does and and as a dad i'm thankful for that explain (laughs) expound on that you know uh, i i don't i don't have to worry about you know having to worry about who i'm going to choke up (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean like i I, I, I ain't got to worry about no no knucklehead dudes you know trying to come come talk and holler at my daughter you know what i mean (laughs) Like I love, I love that. I love, love that it. schools are separate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she, she's in it. We, we enrolled you know, our kids she's in. Safe. It. Yeah. Like, we, are, we, they in, are they in uh, Jewish schools right now? Yeah, they, yes. they're in Jewish schools. That's unbelievable. And, and they're, they're, they're separated, right? All, all the girls over here, and you know she. And so I, I ain't got to worry about it. So that love made it. me as a dad be like, oh, let's get it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's hilarious. Yeah. I, I want to ask a question though. Um, this is so beautiful what you guys are saying, and, and it's so inspiring. And we met your family very quickly and we so we got to hang with them a few minutes we're definitely gonna hang for the (laughs) two minutes but they're so obviously they're so chill and they're so cool and your kids are awesome and they they clearly are like very jewish and very excited about it but as parents i do want to ask um let's say down the line you have a a kid who decides well you know what like i see things differently yeah what are what are your thoughts now Right. It's obviously it's hard to say like exactly how you're going <laughs> to react when you're not in that sure, situation. Sure. But as people who have literally changed the way they live and their values, how would you deal or how would you tell people to deal with a kid if you foresaw that happen in your own life? Good question. If they change their values, the kids. For, for, our, you, for our kids? Yeah. Let's yeah. say your kids change their values and they're yeah. good people, but they want to they, they do things differently. Maybe they want to be hey. less religious, different type of Jew. Maybe they don't want to be Jewish. Like, how would, I, how would, how I would think you think about... How, I, how would I want my dad to treat me? I definitely wouldn't want my dad to turn his, to, to, to turn his heart away from me. I, would, I wouldn't want him to treat me differently. Yeah. You know, and so I would love whoever, you know, I would, lo- I would love our kids even more because that's what they would need. They need love. When they say, hey, I want to go a different direction, me going off and cussing them out, yelling at them and, Turning our, backs them, turning our backs on them, that's not going to make them want to come back. We touched on this a little bit earlier, but you know, similar idea, yeah. you know what I mean? So, so no, I would, you know, we, we would just love more and spend more time. And, and, and because at that, if, if, you know, for, for us, that, that, that's a, you know, God, God forbid, right. You know, um, but if that, if that was to happen, I'm like, man, let's, let's see what we can do just to spend more time together and to let's talk it through and to understand, let, let me understand where you are. And we go from there. Yeah, that's beautiful. Develop that relationship, and if you again, you can't control. You can't so control. You can't force your beliefs on someone else. So the best thing you can do is just not even to get them to come back. It has to be their own process. Like it can't be like a manipulation move. Like hey, I'm yeah. gonna love you, so you come back. I don't. I don't even think that's exactly. The right. so you love them because you love that's them. That's very conditional. Right. You love them because you love them, and exactly. you we had like, a, you, like you a, lead by example. We yes, had a guest on earlier, uh, one of our pods. I'm sure you've watched. I'm sure you've watched all of our podcasts. Uh, <laughs> He's being sarcastic. Yes. Um, no, we had a, 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 a Remy Garari, and he had this line which I really liked, which was like, because um, he's kind of become a beacon in the, the Chabad community where he yeah. lives, of like kids, who, you know, kind of flock to him. Um, kids who are like not really like maybe they're more they're on a different derech than their parents, and they they flock to him because he's so non-judgmental. And he's like called up parents before and been like, your your kid, your daughter, your son is 20 years old. Like up until like 20, like you can kind of like, you know, set down like this is what we do in this house. Like, you know, this is the how we do religion this is how we do this. After 20, your job is to love them like that. That's an yeah. adult, man. Like that's an adult. You're, yeah. you're done. Yeah. You're done. I hear that. Yeah. that is a full I mean, they adult. say in general, right? The most formative years, let's just be real, are, are your childhood years in general. So a yeah. um, couple other questions. How far along are you guys with the conversion process right now? Ah oh, man, but Rath Hashem, I, I feel like we're at the end. <laughs> yeah. You know, really so not. we actually we yeah. actually have a meeting with the with the base then tomorrow. Oh wow. Um so the last meeting was back in August. They gave us uh, we we had our syllabus, you know, to kind of go through the different, you know, books and things like that. 
And so it's pretty much filled out. And so we're going to go to the base then tomorrow and say, hey, we've been working. We, we've been working. And so, <laughs> and so we, we, we're hoping that, they, that this will kind of give them a better idea of kind of saying, hey, let's go ahead and book that final test. We can, you know. How long are these tests? We're talking like SAT level? Like what? <laughs> I have no idea. No, I think um, it's based off of each. I mean, everybody's process is not the same. That's why somebody mm -hmm. can't say, okay, what am I going to expect? It's like, I don't know. It's going to be different depending on your situation of, do you yeah. have kids? Are you guys married? And this. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's different things that it entails. And so I think um, the final test is just based off of a accumulation of everything that they've learned about you. Yeah. And then kind of based off of, you know, what you've learned or what you know. And, and it's yeah. been two years. Yeah, it's so been two years. Well, it will be two years, wouldn't it? It won't, won't it be two years yeah, in around April. April yeah. yeah. Did you have to bother them a lot before they took you seriously? No, 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 not yeah. at all. Not, no. not at all. So I, uh, once we found the community that we wanted to, to be a part of, uh, you know, I obviously met our, our rabbi, had that conversation. And so once we met, you know, he just asked, asked us questions, you know, why and all these different things. And my, our rabbi loved on us right. and obviously asked us questions, you know, because he would, they, as a rabbi, you want to make sure that a person's intent is, is, is good, rightfully right. yeah, really. so, yeah. you know, but it wasn't a thing of our rabbi. He, he didn't say like, no, come, you know, no, 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 no. Um, but once he agreed to, to kind of, to sponsor us, he said, Hey, contact the base then. And so we did immediately. And then um, they, they responded and said, hey, let's book a meeting. How did you find the rabbi that you have right now? And by the way, let's give, if you're comfortable, we could give him a plug maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Um, What's his I name? Yeah. He's, he said it himself, so. <laughs> want to give a big shout, so want to give a big shout out to Rabbi Senior of Beth Jacob rabbi, Congregation. Rabbi Senior. Senior. Yep. Senior. Senior. S. You no, go C-I-N-E-R, Rabbi Siner. Yeah. Rabbi Siner, cool. Yeah, so he's been a huge, you, huge. Yeah, how did you find him? Like who pointed you to him? <laughs> yeah, so a good good friend of ours, his name is Yehuda Price. And um, big shout out to Yehuda Price. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, Price that's, that's our good, good, <laughs> good friends. Um, but when we were living uh, out, out in LA, looking for our community, uh, no, let me, let me backtrack. When we started considering conversion, I was going online looking for other black, orthodox jews because we just it was for for us we just needed to connect like we needed yeah. to feel like okay are there other people like us thinking like we're thinking you know and so i started searching up black orthodox jews you know and so then you, you know you go on instagram you got a whole bunch of people and i literally just started talking to random people you know and so ended up getting connected to to yehuda well, and, the funny and thing, saw, kind of backstory, is that we were—I was already considering Irvine, and so we were like, "Let's see if there's even a congregation in Irvine." And then that's how it so happened that I think you looked him up, and then he saw a thing that said literally Beth Jacob. Yeah, yeah. So he had, on <laughs> on his page, he had he had Beth Jacob. You know, it's Chabad, right? No, no, no. Mm. It's not Chabad. Not even Chabad. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. Oh, you guys, oh, wow, no. so cool. No, no, no. Uh, there, there Surprisingly, is, there, some Jews are not made through Chabad. There, 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 <laughs> no, it's just a joke, it's just a joke. Oh, cool. There, thought, yeah. there, there is a Chabad out, out here, though, for sure. Oh, I'm sure there is. Yeah, There's yeah. Chabad on planet Mars right now. 100%. <laughs> I'm saying, I thought Chabad is huge in Takira. I'm saying, uh, yeah. I thought for sure it was them. But but I, I reached out anyway, so hey, tell me about your shul. We're considering moving to this particular location. And so he connected, he made the, he made the call to the rabbi, gave us the email. I emailed the rabbi, long, long letter. He responded the very next day, read it, said, hey, we'd love to meet you guys, blah, blah, blah. At the end of the message, at the end of the email, he says, welcome home, brother. Wow. Really? Rabbi said that. Love that. You know? That's unbelievable. Rabbi, this rabbi Senior. Rabbi yeah. Senior said that. That's beautiful. Taking notes, taking notes. Um, wow. So let me ask you this. What about Judaism do you like the most thus far? Oh, man. Woo. Shabbat, where were you? I, I, we I would say Shabbat for me personally. Yeah, it's just, it's so beautiful. It's 25 hours of just intentional time of, you know, family unplugging from the world. I'm like, the Jews are the only ones that get to have this. <laughs> yes. That's, it's special. It is so special. Yeah. And you Shabbat. almost like, it's like when you come out of it, you're just like, oh, now back to the. <laughs> back to the grind. The mundane, you know? Are you guys, you obviously don't have to keep at this point. Yeah. Do no. you keep? We do. No, we do. We, not, not 100%. Yeah. We have to turn on like one light, right? Yeah. 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 So we can't keep it 100%. Yeah. You know, yeah. We're, yeah. We're, we're like not, kind of technicality, we right? It's just like one flick. Yeah. It's yeah. like you each like, we each have like something that we have to kind of just like break. Not extreme things, but yeah. But for all intents and purposes, you basically keep it. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. We don't drive. That is an easy one, by the way. Like, like, you know, like Shabbat is just 
everyone should be keeping some form of Shabbat. Like once you've Man. had a taste of it, it's like, yeah. good stuff. you really want to be on your phone all the days of the week? <laughs> Facts. You really uh, don't? Facts. Right? No, you don't. Yeah. 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 yeah it's That's unbelievable. Beautiful. So you, it sounds like this is going to be completed within the next month or two type of thing? I hope so. I'm, I want, I'm, I'm ready to get this thing done. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that, that's a real commitment. Because I'll be honest, my I was not expecting you guys to say two years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that's how long this takes. That's, yeah, of course. Mm. Some, some is longer. To commit yeah, that much longer. to something that you want that badly and knowing that it's going to take, you know, I mean, that, that's like going to college. Like, you know, like yeah. you're, you're really committed. That's awesome. It, it gets hard sometimes, you know, um, like, I mean, it has its challenges because there is a waiting period and you don't know when it's going to happen. Like for like, one of my biggest things right now is that I don't count for a minion. Yeah. Right. You know, so Does that hurt you in any way. Um, you ever like feel like, hey, that feels not nice. You not, know? not necessarily, not necessarily like like that to that extent. I just, I think it's just more of a, like it's frustration, you mm-hmm. know, because there, there's been a lot of times where it's like, there's 10 guys, I'm the 10th guy, you right. know? And it's like, we can't, we, we can't get started yet because I, 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 right. I don't count, right? So some, it's, it's tough. It doesn't feel right? invalidating, it just feels frustrating. It, it, exactly, but you know, I just think too, even think about what you guys are asking about our kids, mm-hmm. with, our, with our kids and the decision that, that they would make and with our conversion. Here's what keeps us peaceful. Everything is from Hashem. Hashem is, Hashem is all in control. He's in control of every single thing. So the fact that I don't come from in yet is from Hashem. Love it. You know, and, and I know that in his timing, I'll count. About the show. I love it. Yeah. That's beautiful. And I think too, if I could just kind of add to that, I sure, think it's the beauty of the waiting, because some people, a lot of people you'll say, isn't that it's just so frustrating, which I understand because you're in a shama is just like, I want this. But I think that the the waiting process is beautiful because we don't want to transgress. Like we want to make sure that when we're where we're there, we were prepared. We know what we're doing. Right. So I feel like that time gives you the time to prepare and to think really, about it yeah. and, and, and be caught like not even it's not, not even a, a thinking yeah. about it it's a like i'm i've been prepared I'm now learning. for this and i'm learning so i think that's the the beauty of that process as well too got it you yeah. can't push a moving train 100 you don't yeah. want to yeah you want to just yeah. let it come to you on its yeah. own because it's it's from Hashem anyways the timing of everything yeah all right let's hit some quick yeah. Firebrand questions. Favorite Jewish food? Yeah, uh, I, uh, yeah. Oh. I stole my question. Oh <laughs> man, favorite Jewish food. Sorry, Zach. Um, <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. I got more. Challah. No way. Challah. Get out. One hundred percent. I'm it's, sure your wife makes mean challah, but you got to give me a better food than that. Something. Hey. Her, <laughs> no, that's I mean like her, her challah like is not better than her challah. No man. Challah is like uh <laughs> No. Okay. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Um. <laughs> my wife's challah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, she 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 just makes this. It's just it's sweet, it's soft. Sometimes she Ooh. put like a little like a sweet crumble on top yeah, of it. Oh, it's yeah. my favorite. It's, it's just it's crazy. You gotta send me some of your challah. Back yeah, in my yeah, pre-free yeah, free days, that was my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's your what's your favorite Jewish food? Uh, Shellfish. No, no, that is no one's favorite <laughs> yeah. Jewish food. Uh, um, honestly, I make this. Uh, I love like the salmon dishes, you know, that I do make. So I make like this uh, teriyaki salmon. Ooh, yeah. love that. Um, That's a Shabbat classic. I love teriyaki, teriyaki salmon. Yeah, yeah. yeah teriyaki you know, salmon. I was supposed to like uh, Moroccan. I'm yeah. much more of a teriyaki salmon guy. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I did a Moroccan yeah. uh, salmon before. The kids love that as well. I kind of switch it up. I try to switch it up. I did this thing. Love it's it. called a sushi bake. Where it's, it's, it's a spicy salmon sushi bake where literally it's like, <laughs> his mouth is warm. It's oh uh, sushi rice and then you top it off with some spicy I salmon. I all day, so I'm like getting hungry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah y'all, ain't, y'all ain't ready for that. By the way, I said this on the last podcast, but it's worth mentioning again to anyone that is not like right wing, like you gotta do chon tastes best on Friday night. You ever yeah. have on Friday night? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you yeah. do do chon on Friday night. Yeah, well, yeah. sometimes it's way better. No, as opposed to ready shop is day. No, he's not being honest because we have never had chalent on, on shop. No, when have you had chalent? You, you've never made a, you, you never made First of all, I've never even made chalent. Why not? I'm, I, I don't know. I, I think Who that's something. It? Well, we get like on Kiddush. On Kiddush, you have. Yeah, Babe, you, have. You've made a chalent before. <laughs> I have not made a chalent. Tell me when I've made chalent. I don't know when, but. If, I, if I would have made chalent. That's, 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 why my, that's why my answer was so confident. I was, no. like, I was like, yes. <laughs> Yes, no, it's good. Me, I'm gonna no. send you an amazing challenge recipe okay. or two or three. <laughs> okay, great. You make it Friday morning. You let it run Friday night after the meal, like after you've read your like chilled with your kids. Yeah. 
Or you go to sleep. You hit a bowl or two of challenge. Am I saying wrong, Zach? <laughs> you're not saying wrong. You're not I'm telling wrong. you, it is so good. And also, okay. it feels like you're. It's a little sneaky, also, because you feel like you're like just like I'm just gonna have a little taste before tomorrow. And you're not allowed yeah. to touch. You're officially not allowed to really take like the way we grew up. You can't take challenge Friday night. Like okay, your parents here and they'll give you a little scoop. Yeah. You're not really allowed to go take it. Like it's really for Shabbos day. Uh, okay. Yeah. I got, it. <laughs> got it. Got it. Yeah, I need some some recipes in there. I have an interesting question though. Um, just speaking about like now we're talking about like just Jewish cultural things, right? These are just cultural things, mm-hmm. right? What makes a Jew is not the food. But you guys have another culture, right? Because you guys have black culture. Mm-hmm. How do you incorporate that still into your lives? Do you, like, whether, in, and, and I'm curious in what ways? Well, food. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask. <laughs> yeah. I make fried chicken, right? Oh, yeah. I'm still making fried chicken. I make greens, like, uh, you know, collard greens. It's because you can still have all that, obviously, course, still kosher yeah. and that. So um, I, I, I think in food, I really still incorporate it in many, many ways. And then... Uh, I don't know. I feel, I feel, I feel like I maybe this could be edited out, but I I, I feel like I, I struggle with this question. Please, no, I don't. Oh. I, I, we want to Why talk about this struggle. This is real. I yeah. don't know. Let's like I, I, I don't. Sometimes I just don't know how to how to answer because I mean I'm. I mean obviously I'm I'm, I'm black. I'm a black dude. Yeah. Um, but I think. I mean, I y- yes, I yes, I changed, but I I didn't change. You're you know still, what I mean? Like still, I, I'm, I'm still me, you know? Yeah. So I guess my, my, my culture comes with me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, um, I would agree. That. Judaism opens it with welcome arms. We will. Yeah, yeah. I, and I'm, I think this is the thing that for people with us, like, because we get that question, like, a lot, like, how has, like, things changed as far as, you you know, still being black and this and this? Well, for, okay, my mom is Ukrainian, Irish, French, right? My dad oh, wow. is Filipino and black. So I think, and then he's mixed as well, too. He has, you know, uh, what is it, German on your... I don't I'm like, it's a whole bunch of stuff. We don't know, but it's a, it's <laughs> yeah. a lot of stuff. Yeah. a lot of stuff. <laughs> hey, I, yeah. I'm, I'm looking into it, especially on my Ukrainian. My grandfather was 100% Ukrainian, so I'm uh, definitely looking into that. But uh, I, I think for us, because of that, I, I don't look at color. Mm. And that might be hard yeah. to say. And some, you know, some people might take that, you know, the wrong way and be like this. But like, listen, we embrace who we are, but I'm, I don't look at it as a separation. Yeah, if that makes sense. And, and maybe I that's why. Maybe that's why I have a hard, hard time answering it. You know, because it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah you 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 get ra- you're raised in different cultures and things like that, and African American culture, and you know, and 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 it, and it is important. But then it's like, it's not a separation thing. You know, it's like, you know what I mean. You don't feel like you're you had to get rid of that culture and trade it for Judaism. You're yeah. bringing that culture with you, as you said. 100%. You're you. You're you. When you say culture, just because I don't know if in, let's say when it comes to music, I don't know, like. I'm a huge rap guy. I don't know. Like, um, is that what you're referring to when you say bringing culture that, like, with that's you? That's actually that's actually was going to be my question to you. Is like when you say culture, yeah. How do you define that? So obviously, I'm no expert on African American studies. Like, I don't. To me, black culture is is obviously the food. Black culture is you know the the cookout, the like the certain things like that. Um, but hip hop is a huge part of it. The dancing is a huge part of it teaching your, your kids about like the African heritage and, yeah. and stuff yeah. like that and just like African you know um whatever like and, and yeah. that's to do with like just like where you guys come from yes then, um, then, Afri- black liberation you know like the, the right. civil rights movement like all of that yes 100 so, percent. so we're on the same page then right yeah, so that's right. when i think of culture i think i think of all those things yes yeah, why, yeah. Wouldn't, you know? why wouldn't you also right. i mean yeah. that's because yeah. like you know it's for, so yes. that's still important so, to you and, yes. we're we're and we educate about, our kids absolutely yeah, our, our, kids, our kids need to understand you know uh where african americans came from we need to understand that culture black culture and uh, African culture and being able to embrace that fully. That's very, very important in our household. 1000%. I love to hear that. that you guys can be very proudly black, very proudly Jewish. Yeah. And, and, and I think that maybe there was like a fear and like with other people who are like, there are other black people out there who are thinking of converting. And maybe there's like a fear of like, will we get to some degree whitewashed, especially when you're going to like a lifish yeah, community, like, are I got we, you. you know, are we going to just become, black Ashkenazi yeah. like yeah like are we gonna be able to keep ourselves in what would you say to those people I would just say you know you number one you just have to you, you have to just trust Hashem number one mm-hmm. and know and know that he got you um the, the, the second thing I'll say is you know finding you know find finding the right community you know is important too yeah you know because there are communities unfortunately that doesn't welcome you know, colorness. You know, it, it, yeah. there, there's, there's communities that don't, it's, and it's very unfortunate. Yeah, uh, I mean, we've heard horror stories about stuff like that. You know, so I think it's very, I think it's very important 
that African-Americans who are considering converting and, and wanting to go down this road, like spend some time finding the community that's, that's going to make sense for you and your family. That's going to put you, you know, in, in a good situation. And then now here's the thing. There are people, you know, that are, un, are unable to get into certain communities, you know, but I, like I know people who are in communities and they're just at a place in their life where they can't leave. They can't just uproot their family. And so right. they just kind of have to deal with it, mm-hmm. you know, and that, and that's something I apologize. You said you've heard horror stories regarding what? If you could just I've heard up. horror stories about um, communities, um, you know, not not treating black Jews correctly, right? Or, or Jews, Jews of color. Communities? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's yeah, not cool. That's yeah. unfortunately and, not that hard to fathom. Yeah. Well, I don't I mean, think it's, I don't think it's very common, but there is stories the, the, the communities. of you know we're we're we're, 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 color, yeah. we're Jews of color. Yeah you know, don't feel welcome. They, they get turned away. They get treated differently. I actually have that as a question that I wrote down, which is how have, how has this community, um, you know, accepted you and how mm-hmm. have most of the communities at this point accepted you since you guys yeah. started on this journey? Uh, we couldn't have been more in a better community than, I mean, our community it's embraced us from day incredible. one, really? day one. And, and we We're actually, Irvine, huh? yes. Yeah. And we actually, and we actually, Irvine is probably, is actually the, one of the most diverse communities that there is. Yeah, diverse Jewish communities. Yeah, diverse Jewish communities. Like there, what other sorts of diversity are we talking? There's Hispanic. There's Black. There's Chinese. There's yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I know. Yeah, Yeah. out out here in our in our community, in Mm -hmm. our community, there's there's a whole bunch of different Jewish ethnicities. That's so cool. Yeah, Yeah, it's great. What what about other communities? I don't know that you've been around. Also, yeah, like we we've. We've never had any negative experience. We've never oh, had negative you know, experiences. Think, it's just, you just, there's just different communities of like what you're going to, you know, see more of or see less right. of. And there's and, obviously going to be some communities you walk into and you are going to be yeah. the only people that look yeah. like you in that entire. But the love. But the love is there. Is the, lo- there. the love is always, but I think too, you know, we've, when we first started walking into different shows and going around different communities, Again, we, we've never experienced anything like that, but I think a lot of it is within. Yeah. A lot of it is just kind of thinking about like, okay, well, uh, are they looking at me differently? Like, what are they going to think? You know, like it, it's just all these insecurities that we're going to naturally have mm-hmm. um, because it's new to us. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But I, but, but this, and so I think if, if a person is not careful, they can allow those different feelings internally get the best of them and they can kind of create things that's not there yeah a hundred percent you can create that because you can say i'm getting looked at a certain way and it's really all you because we were that like at at one point and that was just our insecurities because we've never been in that type of environment so of course you're going to automatically be looking for something i think you're almost like looking for something how did you get over that the love when it was just non-stop of like they're, from the community, yeah. so from the community, like, it's like no, they they care, they love, they're trying right. to help us. Like, also, like, people. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. I also think there's maybe a difference, uh, a perspective of like, yeah, practically, I'm I'm out of the box, I'm showing up. People are gonna give a second glance because they have no idea who yeah. we are. Right. Like we're new, so yeah. like they're gonna give a second glance. It's, but it's, that second yeah. glance isn't a negative second. Exactly, glance. it's not a right. lack of That's love exactly it, to, yeah. to to give a second glance to someone who looks different, especially when you. Right. A lot of Jews, um literally do not know any black people which is that, unfortunate exactly yeah and um you know and that's um, look that's a problem i think it's own right and i yeah. you know i live in crown heights which is like very seg- like the blacks live right next to jews and there's just really not a lot of in dialogue between those two mm. and that's something that we could work on but like it the, the glance isn't bad there's a there there are ways that are that are hateful or, or prejudiced yeah. but then there's 100%. just like hey you're different yeah it's curiosity Ab- and it's a absolutely. healthy curiosity absolutely like yeah. I have earrings and I walk into certain Jewish <laughs> yeah. spaces and people look at me like, what the heck is he doing yeah. here? You know? But I don't, I'm not feeling like they have their tribings out. They're just right. more like, huh? Yeah. And that's yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Favorite Jewish mu- musician. Oh. <laughs> I'm back to that, Zach. Neeson Black. Neeson. You're yeah. Neeson Black. Neeson Black, Neeson Black yeah. Neeson, by the yeah. way, he, he opened up a whole new genre in Jewish yeah. music. Mm-hmm. Literally. That, that's, that's why I love yeah. him. I have so much respect for him because yeah. he does it. Like he's... Uh, he's very universal. That's what like I was he's, gonna say. He's not just—it's not just hip hop. Like yeah. it's like uh, universal music, yeah. you know. And uh, but what I think that I can also say he's—he's he's, he's my favorite, my favorite Jewish musician as well, is because of who he is as a person. Like he is a, just amazing human being. He's yeah. a—he—he—he's he, a zadik man. Really? Like he is like like we we just interviewed him, you know, for our for our YouTube the channel. The video came up to they posted it today. I saw. Yeah. I saw. Yeah. He's a real one. He's yeah, a, and I'm like he. 
because our, our YouTube channel was all about elevating the family unit. And so mm -hmm. I told him in an interview, I'm like, dude, you just elevated us. Yeah. You know, just his mindset, his wisdom. He's so grounded as really? a human being. So, yeah, that's yeah. incredible. Awesome. Especially because most people think, honestly, that rappers are not grounded and are just, you know. Right. You know, and he sounds like he's someone who's a rapper, obviously, where yeah. he came from. And he's just like you're saying. Yeah. It's very, he, had it's a, a, he had a career, by the way, before he Judaism. Did. He did. He, did. Like he was kind of big in the Seattle scene. Yeah. I'm just saying it's an impressive, yeah, uh, 100%. wholesome situation going on. Where There's a yeah. new guy. I don't know all. if you guys have heard L'Chaim OG. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 We're yeah. trying to get him on. He's he's yeah. also, he's putting out some, hey, some get, fire. Hey, get him on. He's, you guys will have he's, fun with He's, he's also one of, our, one of our other favorite What's artists. What's the shorty? What does he say? His Sneha song? Shorty got those meetups. Shorty got a meetups. He came. I did an event last last August. And he showed up with Amari Stoudemire. Just like, he's boys with Amari, apparently. And all of a sudden, there were probably like 250, 300 singles there, or whatever. We were just having a good time. And all of a sudden, he walks in with Amari. And like, it was just a hilarious scene. And he just took over the stage with Amari, which was hilarious. And obviously, we gave it to them. We're going to give a damn. Like, it's cool to have out, you know, guy who's on the Knicks with a hundred million dollar contract there. We were just like, sure. But he went on a, you know, on a, you know, played a few songs. It was, it was good. It was a good moment. Wait, was Amari on a track? Is Amari, Amari on a was just sitting there oh, just on sitting the there. stage, just on like a step stool. He was just, just like vibing out. Just yeah. like, yeah. 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 was like sitting next to him, just going, show what he's got those me dogs. And just like, <laughs> vibing. Oh, it was hilarious. It was, was, that he, he's, he's a good friend of ours as well. Really nice. And uh, he, he, he's an, he's, he's another guy too, because like he, he got bars, like he, he can flow. Yeah, but yeah. if you talk to that man, like he got brains, yeah, man, he's, he's a brains. smart individual. Like, really? he, yeah, smart Very individual. Cool. Yeah, I think a lot of hip hop artists, like just out in the world, are incredibly intelligent. Like yeah. it's, I've tried rapping. I'm bad at it. It's like <laughs> I think it's also <laughs> not easy, but that's also a high level of creativity and talent yeah. within yeah. that. Like very, you know. Well, yeah, I want that transitions because um. Now I'm going to bring this up on the pod because when we were back in the house, <laughs> yeah. I see you got the little recording studio in the kitchen. Hey, yeah. Which is funny because people say, you know, we're cook what are we cooking up in the kitchen, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, um, I'm literally cooking up in there. <laughs> talk to us about the music, man. Talk to us about the music. Yeah, so, um, I mean, I, I grew up in, in a musical family. Like, my dad plays the guitar, he sings, and, like, my aunts and uncle, they all sing and things like that. So music has always been a big, big thing in my life. And um, so, I, I mean, I've, I was a recording artist for, for a couple years, and I was... a choreographer a dancer and all those different things entertainment was I really, really big yeah we gotta i want to hear that story um and so and so uh so yeah so singing songwriting you know I, I love all that stuff and so so now now that i'm in i'm in the in the jewish life uh, i'm excited because i feel like i can still be creative i can still bring that with me and there was you know thankfully there there was a space for that, you know, already kind of trailblazed by, you know, again, like people like Lachaim OG, right. like Nisim Black, and a whole, whole bunch of others. Are like you saying about that, that we should be on the lookout on for Spotify in the next year or so of music coming from you? Yeah, like one, some Jewish hip hop? thousand percent. You're, you're one going thousand after that. Percent. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm de definitely going to release some music. Coming out. I, I, so I, I did, <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll uh, plug your stuff like when oh, it comes thank out. You. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. So I did I did this, uh, like this remix it's called the, um, the, the, the Niggin Bounce. So somebody is. You made the. You I, made, I, made, I made like, that track. Yeah, I realized yeah. you made the track. Yeah, so I made, dancing towards like one of your pins. So he made the track. Yeah, yeah. So I made oh. the track, and and so I was like, let me come up with like a cool little dance as well. So I made, you know, so I, I did it. it. Um, Actually, our son came up with that dance. Ah, oh. right. Let, here we go. Right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I have to shout, shout out, out to my, my son Jayden. because he came he out with that dance. dance. So for Do your son's also dance big time. Yeah, he can dance. He can dance. Yeah, he got some moves. I love. Yeah, dancing is such a cool. I've always wanted to be a good dancer. I mean, I just suck at it, but whatever. You suck. Zach says I'm okay. I, some, but I, I think never, he's got rhythm. Yeah. I got rhythm, but I've never harnessed it. Just it just takes him like it. six, seven shots, but then the rhythm comes out. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Um, no, I'm definitely, I'm definitely insecure about my ability to dance. I, I think I do have rhythm though. No, you're, you're um, good with it. You're good with it. Um, That's something I, we definitely wanted to do, is because um, yeah. I'm a hip hop dancer. Uh, like, like, I like for real, for real. I used to take lessons. I was very involved in like the like the New York like club scene. So never I was in a wow. couple music videos. A nice. couple. But like nice. yeah. I, I saw I saw the movies. I was like, okay, okay. And you give lessons, right? I do. Yeah, I, I do. saw you have a whole class, like an online thing, right? Yeah. Where you, you teach online. Yeah, yeah. So, I, so by the way, I, I really want to talk about this because this is huge and I'm happy you just brought this up. Could you share about your class? Cause I think there's a healthy outlet, like a really healthy outlet. And I think there's a lot of kids growing up, especially me when I was a teenager in high school. I think there's a great uh, outlet that kids, I'd plug this in a second. There's very little in the from world Jewish dance. Dance is like kind yeah. of ignored, especially for boys. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like girls, but I think why? have. But why? 
Oh, oh, dude, I, I don't, I can't tell you why. No, I don't think it's a bad. I don't think it's considered bad by anyone. I, or like, I would disagree. I would say that when I used to do my my when I used to when we used to have like masibas and yeshiva, and I would get down in the middle and I would do you know I'd whip out a couple like top rock and break dancing. People cared. Uh, I had Rabane come up to me and be like, uh, I wanted to give a when I was in camp, and I'm not gonna say the name of camp. I, I said, hey, I, for free, can I give a workshop to teach the kids hip hop dance? Uh. And I was told, no, that's like. That's street dance. That's that's not. Okay, that's not I don't think oh, maybe that's true, but I don't think that exists anymore. I think we're way past that at this I, point. I, 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 def, I definitely don't think it. it exists anymore. Um, yeah, you know. So me me having a dance background, I was very very excited to be able to use that gift into the Jewish community because I did notice that there's no outlets for it. Right. So uh, especially like high level hip hop dance choreography, you Love know, it. stuff, you know, cause I've, I've, I've done the music videos. I've traveled around the world with, with oh, recording wow. artists on tours and things like that. And so that, that was, that was my background, that was my life. And um, so I said, you know, wow, it'd be cool to be able to really help the Jewish community and to have, to give them some good quality dance classes. So I uh, start, started some dance classes out here at, at our shul. Um, and so I, I pushed pause on it because we, we started just kind of changing focus and cha changing gears and things like that. Um, towards what? So, so we're fo focused more on our, our content yes, and yeah. podcast and things oh, like that. Okay. Um, so we, we slowed down the in-person classes. Um, but then I, I created, I created an app. I, I cre cre created an app, which was uh, very, very excited about it. And with the app, I offer unlimited hip hop dance classes where people can download it and it's in the app stores and, and it's videos you know, of you. It's videos moves. of me right here yeah. in, in my garage <laughs> filming it, teaching beginner, intermediate, advanced dance classes to all ages. Really? And, so and even so, a toddler. Yeah. Class. So people can pay, you know, a, a monthly a monthly subscription every month and they can just get me teaching how, dance how classes. How much content are we talking how many classes are we talking? How extensive is is the teaching? Um, so, so I, I, I upload, I'll, I'll be uploading classes like once, like once a week, once or twice every single week, uh, or, or every other week. So as the weeks grow, as the months grow, I mean, you can have, you know, a whole bunch of classes I mean, you know, I to, love to, this. To, to your disposal. I want to see a bunch of Jewish, this. I want to see a new generation of Jewish kids who like know about popping and locking and breaking <laughs> hey. and hip hop. Wow. This is unbelievable. And it's currently live. It works. You could yeah. go on there. It's on Apple. Yeah. How, what House, it cost? House of Live Studio. How, what does it cost? And so there are uh, a couple of different levels. I'm actually in the process of adjusting the prices because right now I believe it's $19.99 uh, for like unlimited on, on one level. Then I think it's uh, Raise, $29.99. Raise Come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of thinking about making it go down. Yeah, but but I, I want to make it go down because <laughs> I want accessibility. I, I, I want I want accessibility I and I want to I want to kind of adjust some different things as well. So um, I yeah. I love this. This Thank is you. such I, like as I'm thinking about this. Um, there is so like dance is something people feel so insecure about. Like, like you learn about this in like eighth grade, how to do the horror. Yeah. But, like after that, I feel like there are so many people probably that want to get good at dancing and there's, it's a great outlet. Like, I think we're in a point in time, thank God, where there's so many different struggles in the world right now that there weren't 30 years ago. And I think yeah. most people are open-minded to the degree, or at least people that are with it in this generation, rabbis are open-minded to the degree that if something is not against Torah and Allah, like yeah. get yeah. involved, like why not? There's so many outside problems in the world, yeah. um, whatever it is, instruments, sports, like if it's healthy, like go for if it. If it's healthy and it brings yeah. people joy. Yeah, and go for it. So this is this it. is an awesome, awesome thing that I think really could do that for people. Yeah. And, every, and build yourself so. confidence. You show up at a wedding or whatever. Especially Label's, the Jew yeah. Label's gonna take your classes. Like he's <laughs> signing off Especially classes. in the Jewish world where you Let's always go. go to weddings. You're yeah. always like, imagine you're with your boys and you get to just totally rock out. Like, I yeah. think that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Do, you teach, do you teach women how to dance also? No, so? no, but that's the beauty of the app because it's, <laughs> you know, women can actually do it in the space of their own home and be, you know, comfortable learning and mm -hmm. it's by yeah. themselves. And you know what I mean? Or there could be people who are coming together, women who are doing it all together to somewhere like in a gym if they rented out a space and saying really? hey let's let's take the class together so let's put it up because you could put it up on a screen it's unisex it's like the stuff you're doing applies to both genders sure sure well, yeah. dance, yeah. Yeah, dance he, he really doesn't, he's not doing anything yeah. that's you know provocative yeah, no, no, or, nothing yeah. suggestive yeah. or anything like that yeah. and um but yeah but that's why uh, I, I wanted to create an app too because you know there are there are young girls and older ladies that want to be able to dance as well. Now, as far as me as far as me teaching personally, uh, you know, a, a, a woman that that that's a decision that I decided. I'm you know at a, over a certain age, bat mitzvah age and above. Right. I decided that me personally, 
Uh, I I won't I wouldn't do it. But like you know, younger girls, I I teach I teach. My mind always just goes straight to business. <laughs> yeah. I think what you should do is you should have like in each community you should like hire like a trainer for these people like Jewish or not, mm -hmm. it doesn't really make a difference. That they yeah. teach your content to the people in the in the community oh. and like whatever. I don't know. My brain you just goes crazy. Brainstorming. Well, <laughs> so, so they get so they get the in person because yeah. then the in person is much more powerful yeah. than over an app. Yeah. But yeah, sure. that trainer it doesn't make a difference if they're Jewish or not. But they cater mm -hmm. to the to the from community yeah. or even mm -hmm. Jewish community, and everyone just comes and they teach your stuff. I think that would be a cool, cool okay. idea. Well, well I'm definitely gonna check out the app for Thank sure. You. you know what I'm Thank saying? You. And you could select your like your person in each community, whoever style that they do Later, we're we'll, gonna discuss this we'll come up with yeah, a... sounds good <laughs> that, me that, uh, that you mentioned to him that i was a dancer and that i think that he said well you guys should have a dance off and i'm pretty sure you told me that his response was he better get ready to get smoked let's go let's get it <laughs> you, 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 don't, you don't want the smoke you don't want the smoke <laughs> i want all the smoke let's go um three questions yeah number one i know we did a couple of fire questions one more Outside of Nissan Black, favorite uh, influencer slash personality in the the firm world right now. Wow. Maybe you got. We love non-Jewish nanny. She's she. You know, we she's just got hip to her like not yeah. too long ago. She's awesome. Yeah, yeah. She, she is. Awesome. She's, she's like a super, super inspiration. Yeah, we we saw we saw the interview for her. Well, yeah, you guys should probably love her. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. she's like, she's she's like sort of you guys. You know. Yeah. She she's awesome. not converted, and she's right. and everyone's telling her yeah. to. And it's like guys, let her make her own decisions. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I just love that she's just so like intrigued with it, and she's having fun with it. I mean, you could just tell she's having fun, and she's being herself. She's yeah. not trying to like she'll like what is this? Or I'm learning about this and authentic. Yeah, so authentic. Yeah. We like uh, that that Jewish family is really cool. Oh, we love that Jewish family. Um, yeah, that, yeah. that Jewish family. I think they're living in Australia mm -hmm. right yeah. now. And well, they're probably um, never. They're nomads. Moses so. and Zipporah. They're yes. super yes. inspirational. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, Moses sure. yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, we, we we like a lot. I, like that. That's one of the questions. Like you know, but then, and then you forget when you get when on the, the spot, you're yeah, like, yeah. we didn't mention. Um, that. Yeah. Okay, really, one more question that I have that just sticks out mm -hmm. to me. Yeah. Um, do you have a message for? The people, primarily for the people who are in the, um, grew up religious, grew up from, yeah. but no longer really care for it too much, slash have problems with it, are unhappy with their, with the religion. Yeah. Um, do you have a message for them? I don't know, that maybe could be helpful, inspirational or not, or whatever, whatever your thoughts are around that. Please. I think, I mean, just short, I know he'll elaborate on it, but I, to, for them to just know that they're loved and you, you're Jewish, like your family, you know? And so no matter what, what happened, if you went off the Derek or whatever, it's like, you're still the people like, and I think that's how Ladero and I, we want to look at it always is just knowing that, you know, Jews are family, no matter if you went conservative, if you're this, you know, like it's, it's like, we're still one big family. And I think if we can get to that point of realizing that, then that's what's going to bring the Mashiach back. Honestly. Love I love yeah. it. Yeah. That's boom. That's fire. Yeah, I, 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 I don't even want to, Anything on top of that? That's that's beautiful. I, yeah. I agree 100. I'm, I'm personally yeah. done with the questions. I'm... Yeah, no, I'm good. Um, I, I think we we hit on pretty much everything. Yeah, honestly, fascinating conversation. I had so much fun just now. Yeah, I was great. Yeah, Listen, we we had we an absolute blast, and uh, we wish you guys nothing but brachas, yes. hatslacha. Yes. Uh, you guys are doing a great thing. Do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. I, um, I think. You know, it's funny. We become friends with, we're making a lot of friends. Everyone we sit down with, by the time we're done, no, Zach? We, we just like, we're homies. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're homies. <laughs> by the time we're done, we're just, I, we chill. I feel that. Yeah. I, I feel yeah. like, man, I can't, like, when, when we come out to New York, I want to hit you guys up. We'll, we'll love to. We're going out. Yeah, we're doing dinner. We're doing dinner. We're going to have a good we're time. We're getting you some Friday night challenge when you come to New York. 100% <laughs> of that. Let's, Let's go. Guys, go. thank you Do so much. <laughs> huh? No, we're, oh. so we're, we're, in, we're in talk. We, we, we don't want to interrupt it. Go yeah, ahead, yeah, yeah. no, we're 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 in talks with coming out there soon. East Coast, oh, really now? yeah, to, to the East Coast. How's it takes New York? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. I love it. Um, all right, guys, thank you so much again for your time for welcoming us into your home. Of course, and, um, of course. Yeah, I'm about to raid your fridge. <laughs> trusting us to share your story because uh, it is an intriguing one, and you could have picked a lot of people to do it. So thank you so so much, and um, I hope everyone enjoys this. I thought this was fascinating, and uh, yeah, looking forward to. Amazing things to come for you guys. Really. Thank you. Thank you Thank so you. much. Awesome. Guys, take care. Enjoy next episode coming in a week. Peace and love. Peace and love. <laughs>